everybody. Thank you so much for joining us again for podcast episode 12. I'm Caroline. I'm a barrel racer from Virginia, and I'm here with my co-host. I'm Annie, and I'm a dressage rider in California. And today, we're going to talk about a really, really challenging topic, which is basically, I saw a dressage bridle the other day with both rhinestones and leopard print on it. And I just think we need to start being attentive to the slippery slope that we are descending down. <laughs> just kidding, that's not our topic for today. <laughs> I mean, it was cute, though. It was cute. And then me, like, I was had some sort of, like, I don't know, traumatic experience. I was like, I don't know, do we really want to do rhinestones and leopard print? And then I was like, what is happening? <laughs> but... <laughs> What we're really talking about today is developing your tribe. We hear the word tribe tossed around all the time, but today we wanted to kind of unpack why you need a tribe, what having a tribe means, and how to build the tribe of your dreams so that it helps propel you forward to the life of your dreams. So today is all about the tribe vibe. Okie dokie. I'm super excited about this one. Annie and I had actually talked about, kind of came up with this topic a little bit backwards. Uh, we had talked about inviting our first guest onto our podcast, which we're hoping to do in the next month or so. But by default, when we were talking about what kind of guests we wanted to have and who was important to have in our life, Annie had mentioned that she'd love to do a podcast about developing your tribe. And I was like, that is a spectacular idea. So here we are. Here it is. Tribe vibe. Tribe vibe. I'm like feeling the tribe vibe today. Um, so I guess it's fairly obvious at this point that like Annie and I are mutual tribe members. Um, <laughs> do you ever feel like you say a word so much, all of a sudden it starts to sound funny? I feel like that's happening to yes. me right now with the word tribe. Every time I say the word podcast, I'm like podcast, podcast, <laughs> podcast. So here we are in our tribe podcast. Oh no. <laughs> But we're jumping right in. So I guess one of the things that's important to unpack, we all kind of have this vague notion of, oh, this is my tribe, or that's my tribe, or those people have a really cool tribe. Um, but Annie had thought of some really interesting kind of compelling components of what is a tribe, what does it mean in your life, and why have a tribe? So I just wanted to kind of ask you um, your perspective on what having a tribe truly, what purpose that serves. Um because I think it's not really like, oh, these are my girlfriends that I go like have cocktails with on Friday. So I think that I'd love to hear you unpack the what and the why a little bit of maybe what a tribe is to you and what role you see your tribe having in your life. Yeah, I think when I um, when I really think about it, when we were just chatting about it, the, the word that comes to mind most is accountability, because um that's kind of how I perceived you initially, the role that you played initially in my life. I used to call you my accountability partner, but then I realized as I kind of learned more about what tribes really are and what purpose they serve in people's lives, I was like, oh, she's just a tribe member. Like that's, so that's kind of how our, I think our tribe initially began forming was through like 
um, accountability to like, well, probably actually not probably true. Like maybe it was even just like goal setting and then accountability to our, our goal setting and then kind of pushing each other outside of our comfort zones and pushing our goals like further and further and further and then holding each other accountable to achieving those goals. And I think that that is, that's where kind of our conventional understanding of what a tribe is um, sort of meets sort of the, the traditional anthropological definition of tribe, which is a social division in a traditional society consisting of families or communities linked by social, economic, religious, or genetic factors with a common culture and dialect, typically having a recognized leader. And I think that the contemporary understanding of what a tribe is, is pretty different than that. But it's also on like a super like proximity and what proximity means now in the various ways is kind of similar. Like people long time ago, the people who were in their tribe were the people that they lived with every day. They were in their headspace every day. They were all working towards a common goal. They all had a common meaning or drive or you all had to survive together you had to live together you had to grow together you had to make decisions together you had to progress together so it's kind of the singular organism that was made up of all these usable all these different parts they were all pushing forward so what annie and i Mm -hmm. did is we kind of came up with a more conventional more instagrammy if you will tribe definition um which we had basically that a tribe is a community of people, regardless of proximity or immediate social surroundings, that guarantees you a like-minded community of members who support, encourage, promote, and hold you accountable to being the most proactive, intentional, and successful human that you seek to be. A true tribe lines up with your personal goals, vision, and the like life that you seek to lead by design. Love it. Really, that's my contribution I- to 2020 right there is the definition of tribe. <laughs> But I think that it's really important to, like, have an awareness of both um, definitions in both senses, because when you look back, we all have a craving for attachment. So we're all going to naturally seek out a community. Yeah. Just because we, yeah, because we, that's just how we are as, as beings. We can't change that. And so this kind of allows you to be aware of the fact that you are going to be seeking out those attachments and you are going to be seeking out those members. So it's important to be really intentional about specifically who you seek out because they're going to shape and form the entire, your entire life, whether you know it or not. Like if you have a member in your tribe that thinks that binge drinking seven days a week is a great idea and you don't, there's some negative influence that's possible. Right. You're, whether you would like to be binge drinking seven days a week or not, being around that person, you're going to slowly find that alcohol will most likely creep its way into your life. Or you're at least going to become subjective to the fallout of that that sort of decision making. Yeah. And I mean, like, I'm not going to yuck anybody's yum. You can do whatever you want. But you just have to be really, really intentional. Like, if that's something you want to be a part of, then go right ahead. If it's not, you have to be aware of the fact that, like, if that person is in your tribe, they're, you know, like, there's, you're, you're just not going to have, like, you're not going to be moving in quite the direction that you'd hope. So you have, you have just to be, like, more intentional about the decisions you're making, about who's in your life. And I think that that introduces a really great perspective. We have in 2020 so many fantastic proximity tools that we can use to reach people so far beyond our tangible immediate immediate circle. 
you know, you can have somebody in your tribe who's in a different country, in a different state. I mean, Annie and I are literally separated by the entire width of the United States. You can have all sorts of people in your tribe, which means you have the power to select the best possible tribe assets that you are allocating your time to. But what that also means is you, because we have things like Instagram and Facebook and podcasts that are spectacular tools, they can also, there's a double-edged sword there kind of dynamic that if you are in the habit of scrolling Instagram every day to like, look at the latest juicy of somebody who is making bad choices. If you're spending an hour on Instagram following somebody's stories that has sort of a toxic lifestyle and you're watching it with like the same morbid fascination that people like rubberneck at car crashes over time, your mental allocation towards those proclivities is going to put that person in your tribe. And we were talking about this a little bit the other day. Yeah. You're also normalizing that behavior. So that it's like something that is just closer to your behavior over time. You and I were talking about this the other day, and I'm just going to go ahead and shout him out because if he ever does listen to our podcast, we will have elevated to a radically higher plane than we are currently on. (laughs) Um, But we were talking about Jeffree Star and like I used to follow Jeffree Star on Snapchat because his life is fascinatingly dramatic and interesting. And Annie and I were talking about like his Instagram stories and this, that, and the other, but I've kind of be, had to be conscious about like eliminating and purging those things, especially that we have like the ease of just like flipping from one tribe to the next on like Instagram stories or reels or TikTok. is that all of a sudden you're like, man, this guy's making like some choices that don't align with my individual values. I need to sh- stop sharing my headspace. And mm-hmm. start to put up some some mind boundaries because we do have such ease of communication that we have to be like, you know, I think Jeffree Star is entertaining. Jeffrey, if you ever listen to our podcast, please don't fight us on the internet. Oh I my think gosh. you're very fascinating, but perhaps I just don't want you in my tribe. But I think that you're lovely. He is lovely. He's got great hair. But anyway. <clears throat> um, but so just be really, what it boils down to is be cognizant that your intent or your lack of intent still forms your tribe. I guarantee you that even if you are not out there actively and intentionally building the most positive, proactive tribe of people to surround you and push you forward, whether you're doing that intentionally or not, you have those people in your life that are influencing you. Mm-hmm. Which I think speaks really closely to um, tribe quality control that you talked about also. Yes, you have the power to create your own tribe, be it accidentally or on purpose. Yield it, wield it, not yield it. Wield it wisely. (laughs) Yeah, I think that a lot of times we have friends that we want to remain friends with um, for one reason or another, but it's it's just like a relationship that doesn't... Push us forward. It doesn't certainly... It doesn't push you forward or their goals and ambitions perhaps like clash or collide with yours or even it could be just as harmless as like you know like it could I don't I guess I'm not finding a really great way to articulate it but if their their unawareness or their lack of interest in your goals or lack of respect for your goals is even ever so slightly deteriorating your progress then like you might still be really great friends but it might you just have to be aware of the fact that like 
you don't want them in your tribe yeah because whether you are aware of it or not they really are deteriorating I think boundaries is a big part of that like I think about a tribe and we had kind of articulated this before is like you get to create a group or a headspace for people who are positive sources of growth in your life that yield benefit for both of you both now and progressively and you can have people in your life you can have people who you're friends with or related to or who because sometimes I think when we start to break down like tribe definitions people are like you gotta cut them out I'm like okay well you can't like cut out your brother because he like doesn't believe exactly what you believe how you believe it like in the same exact way that you believe it like you can still have him in your life, have a relationship with him, but just establish some boundaries so that you can protect your mindset about the things that you value pushing forward. And you can hedge your bets by making that inner circle of people that are trending positively with you. They're the ones that have the greatest access and they're the ones that therefore have the greatest ability to advance you forward. Yeah, because there are tons of people in my life that I love and I respect and I can learn a tremendous amount from, but perhaps it comes down to like perhaps the the growth mindset piece of it or just the mindset in general that's not a mindset that belongs in my tribe, but there are still like so many near and dear people in my life that I love. It's just you have to have an awareness of, like, am I going to go to that person with a question about, um, hey, what do you think should be on my docket this month? Or, like, what, how, how do you track my progress for this goal this month? They just don't have the same – they shouldn't have the same weight, I suppose. Which I think is especially – You shouldn't be asking them certain questions. Right, which is know, especially maybe. important um, specific to the horse world where there's a lot of people that just don't get it. And somebody who just doesn't get it might be able to give you valuable feedback in certain contexts, but they're not going to understand the gravity of certain situations because it just isn't going to track with their understanding of this community, which I think kind of goes into a little bit what we were talking about, about tribe construction guidelines. And in saying all of this, we're also not saying like, don't get out of your comfort zone, pick only people who are just like you. You know, that's absolutely not the case. In fact, you know, some of our biggest components of our tribe construction are out of your comfort zone, people who are different, you know, but it's, you can have people who push you forward in a different way that are not inside your comfort zone, are not completely like-minded with you, but are still progressing you forward. And that's kind of a judgment call that you have to make situationally. Um, So a couple of the words that we had tossed around with tribe construction is mindset. Having people who are of a similar mindset to you, who to a degree have some of the same values, but really it's about a growth mindset. It's about self-awareness and productivity. And like Annie said, that accountability, it's just basically having the mindset of, I seek to do better. I seek to grow. I seek to educate myself. I seek to do this, this, and this. And having people in your inner circle, in your tribe, in your immediate community that are like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go forward. Let's progress. Let's grow and let's improve. Let's achieve. Woo! Mm-hmm. But also have the, sa- the, the realization of uh, like any ability to understand your values and have, and have like a healthy respect and understanding of where you want to go so that you can come to them and say like, hey, I was thinking about doing this. And then they can say, you know, 
I can recognize how that's wildly out of your comfort zone and I applaud that, but I think that's a mistake and here's why. Like you have to have somebody that you that has the that that level of comfort. Yeah. And that you they can push you out of your comfort zone when you need to be pushed out of your comfort zone, but they can also serve as a voice of reason if you start trending in the wrong direction or doing something that's maybe like irresponsibly risky or you know, you're kind of start trending in the wrong direction, they can reel you back in a little bit. They can find that sweet spot between let's aggressively push you forward and like, hold on now, like tap the brakes. Like you need to pivot a little bit or every single time I say the word pivot, man, every time pivot (laughs) gets me every time. So I think that's a cool sweet spot. And I think one of the things that speaks to that in, in assembling the people who you're putting your headspace entrusting your headspace with is achievement is having people who have achieved the things that you want to achieve or who have a see, achieved a similar caliber in their lives so that they constantly they can help you navigate they can help you push forward and they have the knowledge and experience to help kind of frame that process for you um, not that everybody in your in your group or your tribe or whatever has to be like some sort of like crazy high achiever, but it is helpful to have some people that you've self-selected to chase because Mm -hmm. it's so helpful to have somebody help you avoid the pitfalls if you can. And that's where um, like podcasts and social media can be really beneficial because you might not necessarily have someone like next door. Right. Or within your professional circle you might not necessarily have the person that you aspire to be to or aspire to be but you like we we all have access to them now through the internet right like annie so. and i are big listeners to ed Milet. he's a financial guy annie and i have no interest in going into the financial field but he is such a high achiever and he's like here here's some knowledge here's some knowledge here's some knowledge chase this avoid that and you can literally just scoop all of that up and keep on hustling forward yeah, and a perfect example for me is also like Fallon Taylor. Like I have absolutely no aspirations to be a barrel racer, but there's a tremendous amount of information that she puts out that's not barrel racing related and even what she does put out that is is still beneficial to me. Yeah, it's still pertinent like, to what your process is. Um mm-hmm. which I think speaks to what we talked about next next is compatibility. You have to be I guess these kind of go hand in hand compatibility, but diversity, you want to have people with you or around you that you're compatible with. You don't want to have somebody that's like a constant point of like tension or, you know, discomfort in the, in the uncomfortable way. Nope. Discomfort in the uncomfortable way makes no sense. Um, you can edit this part out. Praise Jesus. <laughs> um, somebody that's compatible no, I don't with want you. To. <laughs> um, Funny. People that are compatible, <laughs> but still diverse in, enough that you're not so singular that you lose perspective on kind of outside of your bubble. Because mm-hmm. um, I think Absolutely. that you should be with people that make you uncomfortable. I think comfort is the sister to complacency and the opposite, the anti-tribe is complacency. And so... And I think perfect example of that manifested in real life is this podcast like neither one of us are comfortable doing this <laughs> like wildly uncomfortable and here we are and yet here we are 
<laughs> but that's how you grow. Like, that's just one thing. I say it all the time. I might actually put it up on our Instagram is sometimes we are so comfortable living an uncomfortable life that we don't want to make ourselves uncomfortable for the short term in order to have a more comfortable life in the long term. We'd rather live in our comfort zone, even if it's not as good for us, than like make ourselves uncomfortable. Even if we know that six months down the road or a year or five years or 10 years, we could have such a better quality of life. And it just goes to like, make yourself uncomfortable. And that's what I feel like a huge component of a tribe is if you're going to go through the struggle and the challenge of making yourself uncomfortable, do it with intention, do it with purpose, do it with people around you that can help you frame that reference point. And that's really that sweet spot of that compatibility, discomfort, diversity, achievement, mindset. It's all kind of a conglomeration together that has this okay, you're going to be comfortable, but not too comfortable. You're going to push yourself forward, but you're not going to go crazy. You're going to have people who are achievers and they're going to be like-minded, but they're not all going to be the same because you don't want to be all the same. It's just such a, a dynamic. And that's how we wanted to break down what a tribe is today. So for you, how have you noticed the implementation or the mindfulness of a tribe in your life? What, what kind of positive changes have you noticed oh my been gosh more intentional about it? I so value my tribe people and I think that you can pull components of every podcast that we've talked about so far have been mm -hmm. things that I've learned things that I've experienced through not just myself but in people who I value and people who are around me and the coolest thing for me about my tribe is that like I don't live in an area where I have even like my barn every day is just a little bit of a different mentality than the one that I have. And it's so mm -hmm. nice to be able to cast my mindset, my life, my goals, my thought process, any fodder that I'm dealing with on the day to day with people that I have had the ability to pick specifically because of the value that they add to my life in that context. And that way I'm not limited just by the people who I ride with or the people who I live with, even though I only live with one person. He's my husband. He's fantastic. So. <laughs> oh, you add very little to the tribe. He's our dog. Um, just kidding. He's the king of the tribe. Um, but it just gives you the ability, which is so powerful it's so easy without a tribe. I guess that's one thing we can talk about is like without a tribe, you are carrying the load by yourself. You are subject to your feelings. You are subject to being discouraged. And all of those things happen regardless. But instead of having to like sort everything out on your own, figure everything out in your own head alone. You can and dare I say you're weaker though. You are because so much weaker. You're so you're you're not you don't have the fortitude to recognize the forces in your life that are not taking you in the right direction whereas when you have the strength of your tribe and you can bounce some ideas off of them and be like oh so today I did this and this and this and I you know this was happening within my proximity and blah 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 and the tribe can be like pump the brakes what that's not that doesn't align with you like can you hear yourself saying that yes you just don't have the strength and the fortitude of your own like it's really your own goals manifesting within the tribe but you you're weaker on your own you that's a have the perfect way of articulating it and I mm -hmm. don't and I think that that's the most important takeaway from a tribe is a tribe is a social dynamic 
that better strengthens your resolve, your intellect, your fortitude, your intent, and your achievement singularly. A tribe Mm -hmm. is your ability to do all of those things individually, personally, and at a much higher level because of the community of people that you have. Like I was just, I'm recording this podcast in my basement. I was just thinking of this analogy. Like if it was dark down here and I had to walk from one side to the other, I could probably make it. It would be harder. It would take me longer. And I'd probably hit a couple things on the way. But if somebody stood on the other side of the room and held up a flashlight, I could be like, all right, let's do this more efficiently. Let's do it with exactly. a little bit less pain. I might stub my toe here and there. I might get a little misdirected by having to go around the sofa, but I have somebody helping me go, all right, come on, we're going this direction. I know this is where you want to go. I'm already over here. I've got the light. Let's go. Exactly. Even if you're just Marco poloing yourself across the room, it's still better than just like bumbling around in the dark by yourself. Absolutely. I, I think that's spot on. You know, we have the ability today to do things in such a different and more comprehensive way. And we have the luxury of doing things with so much more mindfulness that's not just purely survival driven. And I think that we should capitalize on that to advance as aggressively and as proactively as possible. And we have the luxury of social connection all over the world. We have luxury of proximity to people who are highly achieving, highly educated, and we can literally, we have them in our pocket all day long. And nowadays they're sharing their secrets with you openly sharing their lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's powerful. And you know, there's something to be said for doing things on your own, but it goes back to like the work harder, work smarter. I would rather have a team in my corner pushing me to a hundred than struggle through by myself and barely make it to 85%. So if you had to assign a word, like I kind of selected accountability for what your tribe has provided you, can you come up with a word? Ooh. I'm going to put you on the spot. That's a, that's a really great question. That's like when you asked me the other day, my brand adjective would be. Mm-hmm. I love it when you have to simplify everything down to one word because it really kind of like forces you to pull out the essence of what you're trying to do. For me, it would be something like encouragement because there's so much that I think is kind of packed in that word where like people who are Mm -hmm. encouraging you are building you up. They're pushing out of your comfort zone. They're sending you forward, but like somebody's not going to encourage you to fall down the stairs. Like, you know, like... (laughs) Let's hope not. (laughs) Then they don't need that person in your tribe if they do. Then reevaluate your tribe. (laughs) But it is just so exciting for me to get a chance to dialogue with you every day and to have the other people in my life who are in this group. It's just so, it's like, come on, guys, let's go forward. Let's do it. Let's literally do it. We're doing Mm -hmm. it. And it's just like, that's exciting. That's momentum. Like you think about this way, like on a completely radical lead different application they say this every year the best team doesn't always win the super bowl the team with the momentum wins the super bowl mm-hmm. and seasonally playoff wise simply in the super bowl itself and you have and you see it too like you see people who can manufacture momentum sheerly out of their own force of like just make it happen tom brady comes to mind every single time i'm not a new england patriots football fan you know who comes to mind when you said that was ray lewis yes they literally have no ability that that man planned to win the super bowl and then retire you know that was his plan and through sheer force of will he literally manufactured that entire 
team. Yeah, absolutely. And like, and you know, you have people, obviously those are spectacular top tier athletes, but you see, and you see people like Fallon Taylor, you see it a lot of times more readily in underdog stories, because those are the people that are manufacturing sheer momentum and motivation and manifestation. And they're literally just like, come heck or high water, we are doing this. But they don't do that singularly. They all do it, and it influences the people around them, and they bring other people with them, especially in a team Mm -hmm. sport. They have to make that contagious, and it literally, everybody else gets on board. And then you have, instead of one person with sheer momentum, you have a team, or you have a group, you have a tribe, and that's maybe momentum. Honestly, maybe momentum or encouragement. Change your word. (laughs) I think I think it would be um, momentum with the right context, but I'm I think I'm going to stick with encouragement. I mean, that's just really, um, especially because I tend to be a little bit harder on myself and I tend to be a little bit timid. Um, the encouragement, yeah, momentum can go in a negative way. The yeah, encouragement is almost always positive. I mean, you falling down the hill, you got a lot of momentum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> boy, look at that momentum. <laughs> nobody ever rolls up the hill i feel you <laughs> but anyway so yeah i think uh man i think that was an awesome synopsis of you know how to build your community around you you know think about when you go on pinterest you pick all the stuff that you're like ooing and eyeing over and you kind of put together this like imaginary picture in your head be it a party or a room or a recipe or whatever and think it's basically like a vision board yeah yeah think about your, your tribe your in the tribe same way. like your person like your human vision board like you're you're hand selecting people in your life that have a similar vision or that can see your vision and how and and they encourage you or hold you accountable yeah along that that not journey but that progression and when the rubber hits the road whose voice do you want in your head because sometimes i'll tell you sometimes it's not your own voice that you want in your head you yeah, know? I feel like for me, 50, it's a 50-50 shot whether I want to hear my own thoughts. <laughs> yeah, and that's like, you know, I think sometimes, obviously, you want to hear your own voice some of the time. Otherwise, I feel like there's yeah. a, like a diagnosis. Um, <laughs> but, no, but I mean, like 50% of my thoughts, I don't want to believe because they're negative. Right, because like, we do uh, naturally want to be safe and comfortable. Mm-hmm. Our brain is designed in that fashion. Um, but yeah, it's like whose voice when the rubber hits the road? Do I want to have Ray Lewis's voice in my head being like, you, like, I just literally, if you want to be wildly inspired, go on YouTube, look up Ray Lewis Last Dance. It is him coming out of the tunnel as his last home game at M&T Stadium in Baltimore. I'm pretty sure it was against the Colts in 2012. Maybe I forget somewhere in that neighborhood, and you get like if you can tap into that. If when the if you're feeling down or discouraged or demoralized or like Annie and I were talking about the previous podcast, burnt out, and you need a motivational video, like you look at something like that, and all of a sudden you're like, I can do this. I will move forward. Think about if you can tap in a little of that every day from the people you choose to put inside your brain. That's freaking powerful. Mm-hmm. Like another great video is Fallon Taylor's um, 10 years in 10 minutes video. Man, if you can make it through that and not cry like a crazy person, it's incredible. <laughs> Seriously, my husband always comes in and stuff like that. And he's like, um, 
are you okay? And I'm like, you didn't watch this YouTube video. And he's like, mm, you don't really look like you're having a good time. So pass. <laughs> but anyway, so with that, go forth, protect your brain, pick whose voices you want in your head, build your tribe to grow your life in whatever direction you want to grow it with whatever kind of people you want. You can pick it. You can't pick for the most part, your community around you, where you live. You can't always pick the people that live in your house. You can't pick your teachers at school. You can't pick all of the people that are going to be with the, around you at the barn all the time. You can't pick all of those things, but what you can pick is who's in your tribe, who you allow into your head and who is going to frame the direction of your life moving forward. Boom. 100%. And with that being said, Caroline and I would be honored if you would like to include us in your tribe and you could follow us along on Instagram. Our Instagram is um, at equestrian underscore podcast. That's E-Q-U-E-S-T-R-I-E-N-N-E underscore podcast. And you could also email us. Uh, We are equestrian podcast at outlook.com. And just know if you like tag us on Instagram, if you share us in your stories that you listen to us, we freak out. I'm like, this is like a lot. This is how Kim Kardashian must feel. This is it. I get it now. It's pretty crazy. We like stop everything we're doing and we like notify the other person. We're like, oh my gosh, look, somebody listened to us. It's so exciting. Which is super encouraging. It is like thrilling. That's a good word. It is thrilling. It, it really is. What a narcissistic bunch we are. <laughs> no but in like an encouraging way <laughs> no, like no. oftentimes I'm like oh I should follow this person like they've got good taste like maybe they can be <laughs> <part of> my <laughs> tribe <laughs> oh this person shouted us out I want to follow them they have good taste <laughs> I'm like you know like maybe they could be in my tribe like there's a lot of people that I like I try not to follow people on Instagram that I don't want in my head yeah. so like if maybe maybe there's somebody out there that might follow us that I'm going to let into our tribe, you know? Yeah. Amen to that. All righty. I'm excited. Oh, it's pre-workout. I think we need to do like some fake ads at the end of our podcast. This podcast oh brought to you by my emergency chapstick. Shout out to Blistex. Also brought to you by the fact that I had a full shaker cup of Man Sports CLA isoaminos and a double scoop of Blockbuster, which is why my excitement level is so high. And I had Mansports Brainbridge. Oh my gosh, look and at a us. A ton of coffee. But yeah, Brainbridge. Hashtag not spawns. Hashtag if you wanted to spawns us, we would also accept that. <laughs> thrilling. Hashtag <laughs> thrilling. <laughs> All right, I'm out. I gotta get to a birthday yeah, party. We gotta get off. We gotta do this. We gotta go. Okay. okay. I Catch feel you like- all later. Yes. <laughs>